Welcome to the Dental Marketing Podcast, a podcast that helps dentists win in the online world of modern day marketing. Each week, we cover the most cutting edge marketing tactics and strategies that are working right now across our client base to drive leads, phone calls, and more new patients for dentists. Now, here's your host and founder of Kickstart Dental Marketing, Chris Pistorius. Chris Pistorius again with the Dental Marketing Podcast. I am thrilled to be with our guest today, Dr. Sandra Diaz. She is the owner um, for of Dental Avenue in Miami, Florida. Uh, she runs an awesome practice there in a, in a beautiful facility. Um, Dr. Diaz has been a dentist for 13 years and has owned her own practice, Dental Avenue, for the past eight years. Uh, Sandra, thanks so much for uh, being a part of the show today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm going to get right to it. I don't, you know me, I don't like to fluff a lot of stuff. Tell me what it's, what is, what is it like being a dentist in Miami? Well, being a dentist in Miami is uh, fun and challenging at the same time. Um, We have a lot of, a lot of patients that uh, care for cosmetics and look for cosmetics. And that is uh, my passion. Um, and I say challenging because we have a lot of a lot of um, beautiful teeth already, so we have to make them <laughs> even 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 uh, prettier. Yeah. Uh, and it's a challenge, but it's it's my passion. So well, people in Miami they love to look good. So um, and and I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, yeah, it's kind of like the it's kind of like Beverly Hills there, right? Everybody, yeah, you know, everybody's got good teeth, and yeah, I, I see that challenge, right? Yeah, that's actually <laughs> well, in family practice, and 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 you know, they they also look for that to have the whole family in the same practice. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit of why. I mean, you've been a dentist for thirteen years, so that means that if you've owned this for eight, that means. You really were only maybe an associate or worked for somebody else for a few years. What is it that really wanted, made you want to go out on your own and start your own practice? So I um, worked as an associate in um, a few places in a short period of time. And uh, I just wanted to, to run mine um, in my way. And uh, I think making a difference and giving that quality care to patients. Uh, sometimes it's, it's hard um, when you work as an associate because uh, you don't have all the same in yeah. how you do um, scheduling or uh, a lot of things are, are on the line um, and you try, but uh, it's always the best when, when you have your practice and you can set it up exactly how you want it with, all the equipment that you want and uh, give yourself enough time to give the quality care and really bond with, with each patient. Yeah. What, uh, what advice would you give to somebody that's maybe, you know, they've been an associate a couple, three years or, or more, and they're kind of thinking about, you know, maybe now's the time for me to open my own practice. What can you give us some tips or advice that, that you would give them? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, the most challenging part of uh, opening your own practice is learning the business side. Mm. We unfortunately are not taught that in school. Yeah. And um, we have the knowledge about dentistry, the passion, uh, but the, the business 
the business side, especially insurance and billing and all of that. I mm -hmm. think that you have to uh, gain some of that knowledge before you go on your own. And it's uh, wherever, whatever they work, I think the best advice that I can give them is own it. Um, don't just be an associate, own it. Learn everything you can learn and, and give everything you can give because that's just gonna make you um, the best business owner. Yeah, that's awesome. I just did like a, so I do like this uh, daily dental marketing tip thing. I've just started it. And yesterday's episode was about just that, how, you know, probably one of the biggest flaws I think with the educational system is that they'll teach you to be a great whatever, but they don't really teach you about business, right? And you know, like how to hire people, how to do payroll and how to market and things like that. So it's amazing that you just brought that up. And I, I yeah. totally agree. You know, it's, and that's, that's really why most of small, a lot of small businesses in America fail is because they're good at being a lawyer or, a, you know, auto repair person, but they're not so good at running a business. So that's, that's an awesome tip. So when you were an associate, then did you, at the time, try to pay attention to some, some of the business side stuff, or did you kind of fall into that too? Uh, I did. At the beginning, like uh, any associate, I think, and, and we're kind of blindsided at the beginning, and we think that, oh, we just want to do dentistry, and everything else needs to be done for us. And then I started realizing that if you want things to be the best they can be, you have to you have to just think into the full situation yourself and you have to look at everything. You have to look at, has the patient been followed up? Um, have they done the correct billing? Um, everything needs to be overlooked, even as an associate. So I wasn't always like that. I started after I saw a few things that didn't happen as I liked it and I realized that I couldn't just rely, that I had to over uh, see everything and check everything. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. What are some of the things that you did when you started your practice or, you know, that you regret that if you had to do it all over again, you would do something different? Uh, I, I wanted to be conservative uh, and I did not want to obtain a, a very huge loan. So yeah. I didn't get as much working capital as I should have to invest in marketing, to, um, to have the freedom to, to, to do certain things. And I think that was a mistake because um, it, the, the growth is lower if you don't. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. And, you know, I think there's a lot to that. You definitely want to be able to give yourself enough room, I guess is a, is a good way to put it um, to be able to, to make some of those decisions. Right. And, but it's, you know, it's a delicate balance. I mean, nobody wants to go into debt, you know, millions of dollars, but you know, because you know, you just don't, <laughs> it can be expensive. Right. And you're a little unsure of yourself. And then, you know, especially in these days with the economy going a little sideways and COVID hanging around, you know, it's, it's natural to be a little bit unsure of yourself. So I think that's great advice. Um, what do you do with insurance insurances now? Are you fee for service? Are you PPO? Have you changed strategy on that over the years at all? Uh, yes, I, I, I do accept uh, and I'm a, I'm a role in most PPOs okay. and I'm also fee for service. Uh, I'm not enrolled in the rest of the insurances. Um, it, it's a little bit difficult. The other insurances, insurances tend to be very tricky 
Mm. Um, I, I don't personally like it when, a pa when patients are told that a lot of things are going to be covered by the agent or the insurance or, and, and then they find out different from, from us. So that was one of the reasons why I, I just selected the PPOs and people service. Yeah. They're more straightforward. Do you think there'll ever be a time where you, when you go straight fee for service? It's possible. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still not, I, I still haven't decided that yet, but, um, but it's possible that I, that I will. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing, you know, with our clients, we're see a lot more, um, of fee for service only now. And, you know, I think it's, it's a scary proposition, right? I mean, if you yeah. started a practice with PPO and then all of a sudden you go fee for service, there's, you know, there's going to be a gap, right? And, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a scary proposition. So. Are you looking to grow your practice, but are a little unclear on what the best way is? Let us help you out. We have over 13 years of experience in helping practices just like yours increase new patient growth. Just go to kickstartdental.com and sign up for a free strategy session where we will give you some great insights on how to take your practice to the next level. Um, what about like, do you guys do a, an in-house insurance plan at all or have you ever entertained that? Yes, yes. So we have a, um, a membership uh, that the patient makes one uh, payment throughout the whole year and they have two cleanings, uh, x-rays, exam, and, and then they get a 20% off of the treatment. So patients love it. They, we have a lot of patients with got insurance that have a plan and they, they, they love it. Okay, yeah, and obviously you've been very successful. And, and I think that, you know, in owning my own business as well, I think an organization is really only as good as the people that work in it, right? And, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that struggle in terms of hiring and hiring the right people. And um, what has made you successful over the past few years of, of hiring people, getting them to stay and, you know, just your strategy on hiring the right people? Yeah, I think it's not just hiring, but training them um, mm. and, and, and creating um, a bond. Um, nobody, it's, you know, it's going to stay forever, or maybe they will. That you <laughs> let them know that um, I respect their decisions. But I try, to, I try to be very transparent with everyone that I hire. Um, and, but yeah, finding talent is, is being really difficult really difficult and especially now now it's been the, the most difficult nowadays i think um having good employees and, and being able to maintain them and to train them is, is nowadays is, is even more important yeah i think i think you hit it right on the head training is so critical do you guys when you do training is it do you have anything like ready to go like when you hire somebody it's already kind of set up and an agenda and who's going to do it and when or do you just kind of all right you're hired let's get you to work and you can shadow us well it's kind of a little bit of both i have my my set patterns of what i want them to do Mm -hmm. But um, very flexible, and I change things around as as they as they go because I try to look at their uh, at the, what they're the best at, and then I just utilize that the most, and I kind of uh, change their their role as I see what their strongest um, abilities. But right. it's, 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 there is obviously a set description of the beginning. 
Gotcha. I see. Now you have a family, right? Kids, husband, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have, uh, I'm happily married. Um, I have a little one. Nice. So I, I always like the reason I bring this up is because I talk to, I do a lot of these podcasts and I talk to Dennis all the time and it seems like some of them struggle you know, with kind of that work life balance, right? Like, I mean, especially when you start your own practice, especially in the beginning, you know, have, did you struggle with that? Like balancing your personal life with professional and what are some things that you did to maybe overcome that? Um, I uh, think that most people is with, um, when you have a kid because um, my husband has been very supportive and uh, he's, he helps me a lot. Um, with especially the business part, mm-hmm. um, it's much easier. Dentistry, um, you don't, you know, when you're gonna get to the office, you never know when you're gonna get. Up. Yeah. So it's much easier uh, for a couple without kids because you can have a late dinner, you can go to sleep late, and when you have kids, that that becomes a lot more difficult and challenging, and uh, it's a, it's a constant struggle of finding a balance. You want to give 100% to your business and you also want to give 100% to your kids. So <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. And, you know, um, well, the support of my husband has been great. He, he many nights that I got home late, he, he was the one taking care of her. And, and then I, I got a lot of things uh, settled and then I'm able to get home earlier now. But yeah. 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 It's, you know, and it's certainly not just dentistry. It's in, you know, all aspects of people having that, you know, work-life balance and trying to figure that out. I remember when I started this agency, I mean, I'd have my kids with me, you know, in the evenings and stuff and give them little nominal tasks to do. I guess it's kind of, I'm pretty sure I was breaking some child labor laws along the way, but (laughs) yeah. Okay. Well, what, where do you want to be? I mean, where do you want to be in five years? Are you look, are you, are you content with one location? Are you looking to dominate and add more locations? What's your, uh, what's your plan? Right now, my vision is um, expand within the same location. I have a, a really big location, um, a lot of real estate. So eventually I want to dedicate myself to just cosmetic and mm. and have a boutique side of the practice that's just a certain amount of treatment and still see oversee everything else but um but that's that's how we like to do it uh yeah i'm not opposed to multiple locations but i think it's a lot easier to keep the quality when you are in one place all the time and right it's hard to break yourself in little yeah yeah I, I hear that from some of our multi-location clients they're like you know I can't I can't you know make a cut out of myself and put it in every one of my locations all the time and you know I think with dentistry quality is paramount and making sure that each location is following those same quality guidelines you know is, is critical so um, I think that's smart right expand within you know make sure you got secured and you know ready to go and then you know, look, look for options, right? <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Dr. Diaz, I thank you so much for, uh, for your advice. Um, you know, I know a lot of dental professionals are going to be watching this and there's going to be some that are, you know, looking to maybe start their own practice and learning from other people. And, and I think that what you've taught us today is, 
is very beneficial and can help a lot of people. So I appreciate you being on today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us this week on the Dental Marketing Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.kickstartdental.com slash podcast, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you are ready to grow your practice, then you might want to schedule a free strategy session with us. Just go to kickstartdental.com and click the free strategy session button and give us 15 minutes of your time to change your practice forever. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. And thanks for listening to the Dental Marketing Podcast by Kickstart Dental Marketing, where dentists go to win online.